to elect someone as president who has as their role model somebody who acknowledges Lucifer. Think about that. Hail Satan, Lord of Darkness, King of Hell, Ruler of the Earth, Sweet Lucifer, give me strength and wisdom to bet correctly on political outcomes and thereby increase my storehouse of cursed mammon. Bless my cynicism and my covetousness, engorge my wallet, in supplication, Lucifer, I acknowledge you. Amen. Amen. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Election Profit Makers, a guide to winning and losing money betting on the 2016 campaign using online prediction markets. Today's date is Friday, July 22nd, 2016. This is the first of 17 episodes. I'm David Reese, and I'm joined by my childhood friend, John Kimball. Hi, John. Hi, David. So for this episode, we are going to focus on two conventions, the Republican convention, which ended last night in an orgasm of bile. We're going to review the bets that we made in anticipation of that convention. And then we are also going to discuss next week's Democratic National Convention and the bets that are to be made in that convention. John, before we get into our bets, do you have any thoughts about the Republican National Convention? It was bleak. Um, I got to tell you that I feel pretty good that I made money this week. Um but other than that, this is probably one of the darkest weeks that I can remember in terms of politics in a long time. It was pretty depressing. Well, imagine how I feel because I lost money this week. So however, you, <laughs> however you're feeling, <laughs> just imagine you don't even have the comfort of extra money. So, John, what are the bets that you made in advance of the Republican National Convention? Uh, I only had two bets uh, that I did. And that was, uh, the first one was, will Cruz in his speech mention the word indict or indictment uh, in any any context uh, within his speech? And I bet that he would not. I, I know that that seemed to be a big theme about Hillary and all that, but it's already come out that she isn't going to be in, indicted. And I, I, I believe that sort of the soaring rhetoric that you see in these campaign-type speeches didn't really lend itself to that sort of a legalese of the word indictment. Um, I know that was – I was taking a risk, but I, I it was trading around 50 cents. So – I thought that was a pretty good bet that he wouldn't actually say that word. And he didn't. So I, I, I made $50 on that. And David, you bet on that too. Yes, John, I did. Thank you for the prompt. Yes. I thought he was going to mention indictment, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to read you the rules for that contract. Here it is. Ted Cruz shall utter one or more of the words indictment, indict, indicts, indicting, or indicted during a formal speech at the Republican National Convention. And then it goes on to give the particulars of what counts as a former speech, blah, blah, blah. But here, I'm looking at indictment, indict, indicts, indicting, or indicted. I thought the odds of him saying one of those words were... I thought it would be inevitable because he doesn't have to be in the context of Hillary Clinton. He could say something like... Modern secular culture is an indictment of the values that we share in our Judeo-Christian heritage. I was like, of course he's going to say indictment. Everybody says indictment all goddamn day. All we do is say, this indicts that. Oh, I feel indicted by that. 
You know, the new season of Orange is the New Black really indicts, you know, the last season. Yeah. Something like that. I just, I felt like the word was common enough that he would say it, especially because <laughs> at a convention, I understand you have to bang your chest like a gorilla to rile up the base, right? Right. But on the other hand, I thought, I thought Ted Cruz was kind of like a Newt Gingrich figure, like he was going to throw in some two-dollar words so that everybody thinks he's like this grand Newt Gingrich. By the way, I'm going to take a little, I'm going to take a little sidebar <laughs> right here. The fact that Newt Gingrich is still cosplaying as a poli sci professor <laughs> while endorsing Trump and talking about Trump's infrastructure policy, why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's the end of that. Okay, so let me get back to this contract about Ted Cruz and indictment. You're right, John. I bet, yes, he is going to say the word indictment. I bought one share when shares were trading at 56 cents for a yes share, and uh, I lost I lost 56 cents. He didn't say the word indict. He didn't say the word indictment. He didn't say the word indicting. He didn't say the word indicted. Once again, Ted Cruz has let me down. And I'm starting to think I'm not going to vote for him. And remember, David, I advised you not to do that. I think you also texted me and told me to buy shares in the no position on will Black Lives Matter come up in the GOP convention speech. I I bet yes. I oh, thought... David, I don't... Why? Because I... Again, like with indictment, I was like, I don't know. Like, it's just going to be a potato salad made out of vowels and consonants anyway. Maybe he'll, maybe Black Lives Matter will come out of if his it was mouth. A press, you know if I it mean? was a press conference or an interview, I wouldn't bet that he wouldn't say anything. Because, yeah, he could say anything. But this was a prepared speech. It was going to be on the teleprompter. And the only thing he does in terms of strength from the teleprompter on a prepared speech is just to repeat something or say, believe me. He, he really doesn't ever stray. Well, it turns out you were right because he didn't say Black Lives Matter. And so I lost money again. I started this project with $30 invested in predicted.org. And I am now down to uh, uh, $3.72 remaining and with an investment outstanding of $5.79. And this is all based on the fact that I was convinced that Donald Trump would not be the Republican nominee for president. Um, I was wrong about that. Last night when he accepted the nomination, I had like six different types of chills moving through seven different parts of my body. I miss, I truly, (laughs) I truly misjudged. I, so remember, everybody, I had 400 shares that Trump was going to drop out by June 30th because I, I convinced myself that there was no way he would risk running in a general election. Well, as of July 1st, those shares were worthless, right? But then I held some shares. I still had about 50 shares in Trump not being the eventual nominee, that something so crazy would happen at the convention that he would be immediately disqualified, right? Like, imagine it, like... Imagine if Trump's wife had come out and given a speech and had plagiarized Michelle Obama's speech and then his campaign had aggressively <laughs> lied about it. Or imagine if something imagine if something had happened where like he gave an interview to the New York Times and said something crazy like 
Yeah, if Russia invades a NATO member, well, first we'll check to make sure they're all caught up on their library fines, and then we'll talk about defending their sovereignty, right? <laughs> right. And then his campaign manager, and then also imagine that his campaign manager was notorious for working with some of the world's worst dictators and came out and said, well, the New York Times actually misquoted Donald Trump. And then imagine that the New York Times released the transcript and was like, no, it's all, it's all right here verbatim. <laughs> I thought maybe something like that would happen something disqualifying but nothing nothing like all these wackadoodle theories i've just described ever came close to happening and so therefore he accepted the nomination <laughs> oh one more thing i forgot to one more thing i forgot to add imagine they ran their entire party national convention like a fourth grade science fair <laughs> where like beakers are leaking toxic fluids on in the cafeteria and like some kid is doing a project about how do hot air balloons work? Cut to entire school engulfed in flames, right? I'm sorry. I didn't make any money this week. Oh, wait. wait I, no, did, I did, did. I did. I did. On yes, Pence. On yes. Pence. On Pence. Yes, you did. Tell, tell, the, tell the listeners that story because it's really exciting. You bought no originally. <laughs> I did. Yes, David, I, remember I this. Did. You bought no on Pence. And then I told, I, call, I I texted you. I said, David, you got to buy yes. And you said, it won't let me buy yes. I knew there was something <laughs> exciting about be, this story. Because, exact, because yeah. you owned no. I said, David, you can't own yes and no. I got really I said, confused. sell those crappy no's I, I and got buy really yes. confused because it's like, I don't get it, John. It won't <laughs> let me buy yes. It won't let me buy yes. And you were like, uh, didn't you buy no? Yeah, well, who cares? Like, why can't I have yes and no? It's a great guaranteed moneymaker, right? Right. To, to bet on both sides of the coin, bro. Like, that's what the true... That's what the true the true investors can do. No, you're right. Here's what happened. And I have it all right here on my history page on uh, the Predictit website. Uh, on July 14th at 2.26 p.m., I bought three shares. Mike Pence, no, 11 cents a share. <laughs> <laughs> then you texted me. And I know when you texted me because at 3.03 p.m., I sold three shares of Mike Pence, no. Okay? I... Uh, uh, so I lost 15 cents. That didn't feel good. Then I immediately turned around and bought. When you look at this log here of these Mike Pence related financial transactions, <laughs> I'm getting the same thrill that I bet the NSA does when they're looking at a phone log and they're like, look, it's right here. And then immediately 20 minutes later from the grocery store, he calls. And then 30 minutes later, this horrible thing happens. It's all it's as plain as day what happened here, because now they're looking at it and they're like, yep. And then two minutes later, he bought five shares. Mike Pence, yes, 84 cents a share. And then the, the climax of the story, the next day, 24 hours later, sold five shares of Mike Pence, yes, at 97 cents a share, clearing a cool 65 cents, take away the six and a half cent fee. Boom. That's $4 and 78 cents that I made on Mike. Congratulations. Pence. I that, can't I believe mean, it. And that's awesome. That's I, a good one feeling. of the first times I've ever made money on this thing. And I made no, it off you, Mike Pence. I you made four dollars and seventy-eight cents. I rode the you wave, it. man. It's like what you were talking about. I rode the wave. I bought low and I sold high. And there was an amazing moment where I was trying to buy low, sell high, and also sell low and I, I wanted to cover every possible position vis-a-vis -vis Mike Pence's ontological status. It was like, I want to own this guy. I want to make money on Mike Pence no matter what he does.
but it turns out that's not the way financial markets work. And, and David, you did an excellent thing by selling at 97 cents. You could have waited and gotten the full payout of, of $1, but that didn't pay out until this morning. So you paid out and, and you left three cents on the table. I left three um, cents on the table, but I got some liquidity, which I immediately... S- <laughs> so that allowed me to go all in on Ted Cruz saying the word indict. <laughs> <laughs> so Pence giveth and Cruz taketh away. Oh, I also want to just take a moment and acknowledge Lucifer. Uh, well, I yeah, I bet on Pence and I... I bet no on on everybody else. I made thirteen hundred dollars on Pence, so that was an ext- oh. I had an extremely good. Thank you, Satan. Yes. So, guys, this is where we would usually insert a message from a sponsor. Mm-hmm. We don't have any sponsors. This is our first episode. However, we are actively soliciting sponsors. So, we've decided to dedicate this time to asking any small businesses or major national chains to reach out to us about sponsoring election profit makers. The email address is contact at electionprofitmakers.com. We feel like our brand and your brand could get along really, really well. Isn't that right, Starly? Yeah, for sure. I, I, can, I can already see it. Quality, accountability, transparency, and joy. These are the values that election profit makers... Why are you looking like that? <laughs> Which one didn't you agree with? Um, joy. Joy, no, this is a joyful podcast, That's right? That's true. I, it might be one of our last happy times considering <laughs> this election. Your, <laughs> if you want your brand to be associated with the last happy times, reach out to contact at electionprofitmakers.com. So, John, one convention is over and we have one convention coming up, the Democratic National Convention. I, I have $3.72 of money left to invest and i really i mean if i run out of money on the second episode of a 17 part series it's going to be a lot of ad lipping to keep the podcast afloat so give me just a safe bet where i can make some money you got al gore will will al gore speak at the convention i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no yeah that's trading at 89 cents for no yeah bernie will speak Uh, caitlin jenner Brokered convention. These are all, I'm going to say one thing about these Democratic convention. Oh, you know what? This is an interesting point. I was about to say that most of these contracts, most of these bets that you can make concerning the Democratic National Convention, there's not a lot of parity here. Most of them are really, really polarized when it comes to yes or no, right? Does that suggest that this convention is much more predictable than the Republican convention? Yes. Because these are people who know what they're doing? Yeah, Trump is, I mean, you know, Trump's candidacy has been great for the volatility of Predict It. And, and if Trump were to win the presidency, it would be the same thing. We, we could continue to get paid week after week after week while we watch the country go down in flames. Right. Yeah, like you said the other day, will, will, will Trump make a deal with Putin to give away Alaska? Right. Will Trump uh, not show up for the first presidential debate? So... So the dim stuff is, is, is definitely not as exciting. Um, you know, the one that, I, that sort of intrigued me was, uh, will the, the dim nominee acceptance speech um, I'm looking at that Trump I'm University? That. Oh, what? do what? you think? You know, yeah, oh, the- <laughs> I just found my contracts. 
Yeah, because you know I love betting on whether words are going to be spoken in speeches. That's, and I understand my record there is not great. I'm 0 for 2. But I kind of feel like this is my wheelhouse. Will Dem nominee acceptance speech include Trump you? I'm going to bet no, and I'm going to bet no right now. Here we go. I think, uh, I think Elizabeth Warren will be banging that drum pretty hard in her speech, but I don't think Hillary accepting the nomination. And look at this. I can only afford two shares of this. I'm so, oh, Here we go. I'm buying it. I'm buying it right now. Okay. Hey, listen, you see, that re- you see that red button up in the corner in, in the right screen, David? Yeah. You see what it says? It says deposit. Yeah. Yeah, do you want me to fax you my most recent ATM receipt? So I just bought two shares at 67 cents per share that Hillary Clinton will not mention Trump University in her acceptance speech. So I officially have skin in this game. Now I'm going to go back because I saw another contract that looked very, very appealing to me. Will Dem nominee acceptance speech include Black Lives Matter? Yes, is trading at 67 cents per share. Do you think I should buy? I feel like... I don't know on that one. I'm, I'm really, ah. I'm really unsure. For a moment there, I was positive that Hillary Clinton would mention Black Lives Matter in her acceptance speech, but maybe she won't. You really can't mention it alone. If you mention it, you've got to say Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter or something like that. And, and do you really want to say that? If you can't just say Black Lives Matter, maybe you don't say it. And, and, and Obama just gave a big speech just a week and a half ago where he essentially said all that. So uh, it may be a little cliche to, to say all that again. Um, and especially with the plagiarism no. I'm betting charges no. I'm out betting there. No. I'm okay, betting I think no. that's a good bet, I'm, yeah. I'm betting two shares of no at 36 cents per share. She's not going to say – wait, hold on. Let me look at the rules. i got to look at the rules here. Let's see the specifics. Um, here's what it says during the democratic presidential nominees acceptance speech at the democratic national convention the nominee shall utter the phrase black lives matter Mm, no I'm buying no I'm done I think we're on the same page this week I I would bet the same way you're, you're betting this week as well Thinking back on all those people who spoke at the Republican National, there were a couple I liked. There was a preacher last night who was kind of kind of going off on stage. Mark kind of Burns to to watch him. Yeah, uh, yeah. When he said "All Lives Matter," yeah, they were pretty yeah. sad. They were pretty sad to see a <laughs> to see a black man saying "All Lives Matter." That was like I know. Oh my it's gosh, like, they loved it. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's like you could see the audience's blonde hair getting even blonder. Like it was glowing. They were so stoked to have a black guy saying all lives matter and bringing like that old school, like evangelical pastor preaching conviction to that kind of subtle mode of of, of uh, racist, uh, a, a false equivalency was pretty incredible. Um but, John, I just want to let you know that I did just get an email from the Trump campaign, and the subject is God Bless America. And I think I'm just going to take a moment and read this uh, before I officially re-acknowledge Satan. Friend, I have a message for Obama, Hillary, and their cronies who have hijacked our country. F- oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so crazy. What is going on? Dude, listen. <laughs> 
my god. Something is so off with this campaign. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So I started get I'm going to explain something. I start I I've never I'm going to cards on the table. I have never donated money to the <laughs> Trump campaign. Um but I've been getting there. I've been getting emails from them, as have famously foreign politicians in Canada and Australia. And the and the and because it's illegal to solicit campaign contributions from foreign nationals, the assumption has been, oh, the Trump campaign just probably just took took a general list of potential business contacts and decided that was their their donor outreach. Uh, mailing list. So somehow I've been getting these emails from the Trump campaign and they're always addressed to me as friend. And I always thought, oh, right, because they don't know who I am and I've never signed up for their mailing list. They don't know what my name would be. And so I just get a generic, you know, friend. Um, but, but what they've, oh my God, what they have done is they've treated it like friend is the first name that I entered in the first name field before entering the last name field, right? John, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. This is so, oh, this was, okay. So it says, okay, we, and I, I, I'm going to state for the record, we, this dude cannot become president of the United States. This is fucking ridiculous. And the proof is in this, this right here. It says, I mean, Good God. It says, friend, I have a message. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Friend, I have a message for Obama, Hillary, and their cronies who have hijacked our country. Friend and I are coming for you. We are going to take our country back. We are going to topple the rigged system, and we are going to make America great again. This guy thinks my name is literally friend. Do you understand what I'm saying? They just use my name. As friend, friend and I are coming for you. We are going to take our country back. Oh, I'm going to have to give that a huge fuck no. Are you kidding me? Friend and I are coming for you. That sounds like a haunted ventriloquist dummy about to go on a killing spree. Oh my God. It's in a, it's in italics, double spaced. So thanks for listening to the first episode of Election Profit Makers. If you want some technical background on the stuff we're talking about, you can go to electionprofitmakers.com where we posted a short introduction to the online prediction markets. If you have comments, suggestions, corrections, or questions, you can email contact at electionprofitmakers.com. We'll look forward to analyzing our bets in the wake of the Democratic National Convention at the end of next week. Uh, We'll talk to you then. And before I go, I do want to reiterate that we are looking for sponsors to our podcast. We don't care what you're selling. We want to help. This is a great, trusted American blue chip brand. Electionprofitmakers.com. So until next week, this is David Reese. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take some time away from the news and relax and breathe deeply. And this is John Kimball. I wish you all well. Please make a lot of money. Do you think Ben Carson literally believes in a literal devil? What's the over-under on that? Hmm.